Hi, this is Janelle Dadigan, president and founder of the Hollywood Museum in the historic Max Factor building in Hollywood, California. And I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Off aboard, it's time for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 517 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as their interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond... Donnell Dadigan is going to be joining us. She's the president and founder of the Hollywood Museum, and it has some new exhibits out, some great ones, the $6 million man and bionic woman exhibits, and all of the ladies who played Catwoman in Batman TV and on film. And that's just a few of the things they've got going on. They have a Batman 66 exhibit that's there, and of course they have all the thousands and thousands of different uh, exhibits and memorabilia and things like that. So, uh, in fact, I'm going to be going out there this week. So I'm going to have a look at that. I can't wait to see that. And uh, anyways, Donnell is going to be coming your way in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So get ready for that. And we've got a lot of things going on as far as remakes. Uh, remember the 1993 cliffhanger that uh, Sylvester Stallone made called Cliffhanger? And um, they're doing that over. And we're going to give you information on that and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio information, all kinds of stuff. It's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond for Donnell Dadigan. And what do you say? Let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness. Well, a remake of 1993's Cliffhanger, which uh, starred Sylvester Stallone, like I was saying, is in the works. And this time... It's going to be starring Jason Momoa. That's right, Aquaman himself. So that'll be uh, interesting to see what they do with that. And Chris Rock is involved with rebooting, remaking, however you want to say it, the Saw franchise. He'll be executive producer, and he'll be doing some of the writing for the remake. That's coming our way on October 23rd, 2020. And 1989's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That was a fun movie. And uh, it's headed our way for a reboot. And this time it's going to be starring Josh Gad. And it will be called Shrunk. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Upcoming new movies, Leonardo DiCaprio will star as Theodore Roosevelt in a biopic directed by Martin Scorsese. And uh, let's see here, Margot Robbie will star in Gotham City Sirens. And it's about three of Gotham City's most notorious female criminals. And The Bell Jar is a film written and directed by Kristen Dunst. And it's about a young woman dealing with mental illness. And it stars Patricia Arquette and Dakota Fanning. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels. Sequel City. Well, it's now official. Robert Patterson of Twilight fame will be the next actor to play Batman. He will don the mask in the next Batman film called The Batman. And Rambo what is it, 5, I think it is now? <laughs> Last Blood, Rambo 5, Last B- Blood, starring Sylvester Stallone, will hit theaters on September 20th, and Bill Murray says he would be up for appearing in the new Ghostbusters movies that uh, we told you about earlier, uh, uh, last time or the time before that, whatever, um, if he was asked, and uh, only time will tell if that happens. And that's it for Sequel City, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond... TV on DVD. TV on DVD, Arrow, the complete seventh season, arrives on DVD and Blu-ray on August 20th. August 27th, The Flash, the complete fifth season, bolts into stores on Blu-ray and DVD. And True Detective, the third season, comes our way on September 3rd on Blu-ray and DVD. And that's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Movies on DVD, Cinderella, Anniversary Edition from Disney, lands on digital release on June 18th and on Blu-ray on June 25th. And Breakthrough arrives on July 16th on Blu-ray and DVD. And June 18th, looks like Captain Marvel will hit Blu-ray and DVD. Get ready for those. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, it looks like Friends, Lisa Kudrow, will star in a new pilot for Amazon called Good People, and the show is created by the creators of Empire and Two Broke Girls. And The Handmaid's Tale, Season 3, premieres on Hulu on June 5th, and sadly, since our last episode of On Screen and Beyond, we have lost three amazing actors and actresses. Uh, we lost Peggy Lipton of Mod Squad fame and two legends, Doris Day and Tim Conway. Our thoughts go out to their families. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. And next on On Screen and Beyond, Donnell Dadigan is going to be joining us. If you are in the L.A. area, which I will be this next week here coming up, um, or actually this week, <laughs> another day here. <laughs> but anyways, if you're in that area, be sure to check out the Hollywood Museum. Now, that has a whole bunch of new exhibits like the $6 million man, the bionic woman, and all the cat women. And uh, anyways, Donnell is going to be joining us. She's the president and founder of the Hollywood Museum. And she's got a lot to tell us about Donnell Dadigan. Coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond.
Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is the president and founder of the Hollywood Museum, which recently opened several new exhibits, including one celebrating the iconic TV shows The Six Million Dollar Man and The Bionic Woman, as well as celebrating the 80th anniversary of Batman and tributes to all the ladies who played Catwoman in the series and on film. Our guest is Donnell Dadigan. Donnell, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Well, thank you, Brian. Now, Donnell, you've got a lot of things going on, and and I didn't even touch all the other things that you have going on, but uh, I'd like a little little background on how you came up with the idea of uh, the Hollywood Museum, and how long has the museum been there? Well, those are all really great questions, and let's see, where shall I begin? Um, How did I come up with the idea? Well, uh, call me crazy, Uh, call me whatever, but um, in the late 80s, early 90s, my mother and I decided we wanted to give back to the community, and my mom was a school teacher. And I was a school teacher. I suppose there's a little joke there somewhere. And we loved the time we uh, taught school, both of us. And it was a very magical time for each of us. We loved watching young people learn and the delight and excitement one could see on their faces and in their eyes when they grasped an idea, a new idea or a new concept for them. So we thought this would be really great because it's all about education and entertainment because if I didn't entertain my kids in school, I couldn't really get their attention to learn anything. Mm -hmm. And so we decided, you know, what's the number one export of Los Angeles? What is Los Angeles most well known for? And, you know, around the world, it's Hollywood. When you say Hollywood, everybody knows that word, no matter where they come from, no matter what country, no matter what corner of the earth, no matter what is their mother tongue. And it always uh, just never ceased to amaze me that, oh, people were interested. Oh, you're from L.A. Well, where in L.A.? Well, well, like, oh, where? You know, I was in L.A. Yeah, when you tell them Hollywood, oh, my goodness, it's a whole nother game. It is just amazing to watch their faces light up much like my students did decades ago when I was teaching school. So I realized that this was what uh, would interest people from around the world. My mom and I, we were in real estate development and speculation, and so it was always fun for us to uh, redo properties, and we found it so interesting on Hollywood Boulevard at the time uh, there were so many grand old buildings uh, that in Hollywood's heyday were really quite something, really extraordinary pieces of architecture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was looking for this, um, a suitable home for the Hollywood Museum, uh, you could have shot a cannon down Hollywood Boulevard, and I don't know that there would be a single fatality, because it was during a time before Hollywood experienced its rebirth. And, of course, you know how life is, Brian, we women, we never like what's easy for us. We always need something different, right. even if it's just ordering, a, you know, a dinner. <laughs> we have to order it differently than the way it's written on a menu. <laughs> and so, of course... We picked this fabulous old building, the Max Factor building, Mm -hmm. but it was not for sale. And that began 
a wonderful journey for us to figure out how were we going to get the owners of Max Factor Cosmetics Company, which was Procter & Gamble at the time, yes, the big soap conglomerate, how could we get their attention and how could we get them to sell this building to us? Well, it took a couple of years, but we did it. And I'm just thrilled because for me, to be able to make the experience of uh, sharing uh, information and education and uh, entertaining people at the same time and being able to uh, do it once again in an old building that was all about Hollywood and the industry and how Max Factor gave these fabulous looks to these movie stars. You know, hmm. uh, it was just a dream come true. I just had to figure out how was I going to talk Procter & Gamble into this. <laughs> but we did. We did. It took time, but we did. Wow. So, so when did you first open your doors? So we opened the museum to the public in 2003, and we had hoped to open it earlier, but because of 9-11, uh, all of the studios that had promised to work with the Hollywood Museum, uh, instead the discretionary income that was allocated for the studios to bring exhibits to the museum and to curate them, uh, went into studio security, uh -huh. which was completely understandable. Mm -hmm. uh, but as a result, um, it put it behind schedule several years. Hmm. And as a result, uh, we went into high gear of becoming collectors of memorabilia. Yeah. And I have to tell you, the honorary mayor of Hollywood, the man who gave the stars away on Hollywood's Walk of Flame for years, Johnny Grant, was key to not letting me give up. Hmm. And I really, even to this day, always give him a big shout out because if it wasn't for him, I probably would have just resold the building, made some good money, and moved on to another prospect. Wow. But he really inspired me to want to make this dream a reality, yeah. even with all the hardship and the difficulties mm -hmm. and the reneged promises. And I hate to use the word renege because, I mean, there was a reason behind it why they couldn't. Right. But still, I had counted on it. And so I had to find alternative ways. Yeah. So how many pieces do you have in the museum itself? Well, we always say that we showcase about 100 years of Hollywood entertainment wow. and history. And we uh, have approximately 10,000 exhibits on display. It probably is more than that, though. Hmm. Uh, so how many floors? It's quite something. So there are four floors of exhibits and a grand ballroom. Wow. So and it's not the museum is quite something because it's not exactly like you would see another museum. Uh, because it's an entertainment museum, we have to overwhelm the senses. Mm -hmm. We love to display things, uh, uh, the collection, whether it's a costume or a prop. We love to display it right along with a video clip from the scene and other props that came from that scene, so that you can see the star wearing this costume actually in the film or television show itself. So you really can relate to it. Wow. That, that, that sounds, sounds really great. Okay. In fact, I'm going to be there next weekend or next week, so <laughs> I can't wait to go see well, it. Well, you just give me a call. Just call me up and we'll walk through the museum together. Great. We'll test each other's knowledge of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now you've opened up uh, a while ago. You you started what, last year, I think, was the Batman uh, for the '60s TV show. Correct? You you opened that one. Yes, yes, Batman '66. Yeah, that one. That's a biggie. That's <laughs> a lot of a lot of nice memorabilia you have there for that. Yes, we do. We're really thrilled about that. We have the original Batman and Robin costumes that were used in the 1966 TV show, 66, 67, 68 TV show. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of thrilled about that because, you know, uh, these costumes were made with using this newfangled invention of a material called polyester. It's very big in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And, but they hadn't figured out how to use the specific dye that would work best with the material, so they used the old ways of dyeing material on new polyester. So that coupled with the uh, bright lights, the heat, the, excuse me, the perspiration from the actors and the constant dry cleaning uh, the costumes faded and quickly lost their shape. So they were replacing them every so often. So the ones we have in the museum, uh, it's very unusual because a lot of them were just scrapped for garbage. Uh, But you can see it, and it's really a lot of fun uh, to see what it looked like once upon a time. Wow. And now you've also opened the tribute to the ladies who played Catwoman, so I presume you have some of the costumes from those? Yes, we're really thrilled by that. You know, uh, we have either original costumes or screen-accurate replicas which use the same patterns and the same materials and have been sewn. It's, 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 a, it's a whole art and a science with that. And it's kind of fun because Julie Newmar is on display and we have an artist, uh, Greg Moreo, who actually made and sculpted the faces of the six cat women and they are so accurate it's just eerie wow and you know we had uh with us um lee merriweather who was the first cat woman in the first batman film mm-hmm. yeah and she was uh there the uh, at the museum the other evening and it was really something for her to see herself uh <laughs> in full glory and she just couldn't believe it. I mean, she was just awestruck. And also, we had Eartha Kitt's daughter. And, you know, uh, Eartha Kitt played uh, Catwoman also uh, in the last season of the Batman TV show. Mm-hmm. And, of course, to many, she's their favorite, most popular. Uh, she really embodied the feline and uh, the cat on the prowl. She did it so fabulously. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, you know, uh, and of course, maybe I'm a little bit, you know, what can I say, um, leaning in that direction. Uh, but with the kid's daughter, Kit Shapiro, went to school with me 
And so she was there for the opening night. She came into town for the opening night and dedicated her mother's costume and the beautiful statue of her and the sculpture for quite something. Wow. And uh, I always look back on that, and I think the original Pat ladies really had it all. You know, they didn't um, uh, depend on showing skin or, right. or doing anything uh, other than just being very very sexy for the time femme fatales who being these arch villainesses were always able to almost get the best of everyone and batman and robin and then of course there's the little ideas back and forth with batman oh uh, could they be interested in each other mm -hmm. are they attracted to each other the subtle uh, double entendre tongue-in-cheek back and forth uh, conversations that were had and of course it was really fun that evening on our opening night because we had Burt Ward with us who's the original Robin yes. in television show and he had a grin from ear to ear he was so thrilled to see all these ladies together you know it uh, it's quite something and I, I don't know that we'll ever have everyone together again like that right yeah yeah now, you also are, have opened up the $6 million man and bionic woman exhibits, right? Yes, yes. Celebrating approximately 45 years uh, ago, these two shows came on the air. Of course, $6 million man first, and then bionic woman. And it was thrilling because we had Lee Majors unveil this exhibit. Ah, yes. And wow. He is still the $6 million man, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we've had Burt Ward on the show. We've had Lee Majors. We had Lindsay Wagner. We had Lee Merriweather. We've had Julie Numar. So it's kind of, this is all combining it all together here, I guess. <laughs> well, this, that's wild. That is wild, Brian. Well, they're all at the Hollywood Museum. Uh, if anyone wants to come and visit them, we'd love to have you. And they look Great. Mm -hmm. We've captured uh, Lee Majors and Lindsay Wagner in their iconic pose when they're jogging together and working out, running together. It's quite something. Even their hair is windblown uh, from the running. So it's, 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 it's really something. It's a moment in time that has been captured. Yeah. Now, these are the new exhibits that are out, but of all the, the exhibits that you have, do you have a favorite? Now, Brian, you know you can't ask me that. <laughs> After all, being president of the Hollywood Museum, it's hard to tell everyone that I have a favorite. But I'll tell you, you know, I mean, you know, if you're into horror, you know, uh, it's probably Hannibal Lecter's jail cell on oh, the lower wow. level. And during Prohibition Days, Max Factor and his brother, Jake the Barber, operated a speakeasy and bowling alley. And now it features everything creepy, and center stage is the entire jail cell corridor that Jodie Foster as Dr. Clarice Starling walked in the Silence of the Lambs film. And it culminates with the jail cell with the plexiglass and the air holes uh, where Anthony Hopkins as Dr. Hannibal Lecter uh, stood to be interrogated by Dr. Clarice Starling. So very cool, very excited. It has the artwork he drew during his incarceration. I mean, all of his books, even the pass-through, uh, his 
secret code that he had. It's quite something, so much fun. And we've loved the fact that we've been able to preserve it and share it now with all the fans. Wow, it must be hard to get these things, isn't it? Uh, I suppose. But it's like a treasure hunt, you know? Every day it's something new, and every day you meet new people, and every day it's another exciting step toward making a great discovery. And the discovery, when we make it, oh my goodness, the public at large gets so excited, you know there's a chance to see it. Hmm. Well, Donnell, I I know you have to get going here, and I just want to uh, remind people that if they are in Hollywood, be sure, do not miss the Hollywood Museum, because this is, it sounds like an amazing thing, and like I say, I'm going to be there next week. I want to check that out. I said, when we're going, I said, I'm, that's the one thing I'm going to. <laughs> so. There you go, and we would love to have you. And don't forget, we have the historic Max Factor makeup rooms, where Marilyn Monroe became a blonde, Lucille Ball got her signature red hair. Hmm. We probably have the largest Marilyn Monroe exhibit uh, wow. in the world. And um, there's, you know, a hundred years of motion pictures uh, to share with everyone and favorite TV shows. And, you know, coming up in June, we have the LGBT exhibit. It's going to be our seventh annual exhibit. We do this in partnership with our Hollywood Council member, Mitch O'Farrell. And then coming up a week later, the Pointer Sisters. It's a fabulous collection. Anita Pointer. I don't know how she did it, but she saved every costume. She has got footage. And wow, did they perform with so many celebrities. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> so, so it's ever, it's continually growing. So if you see it once, go back again because there's going to be more. Well, I appreciate you saying that. So many of the locals come three, four, five times a year because there's always something new here. Right. Uh, but this is what it's all about, and I'm thrilled that we're able to share this with the public. Yeah. Well, Donnell, one final question, or two actually, but they go together. So, uh, you know, you know a lot about uh, movies and TV and things like that, but when you sit down and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, I'm hooked, I am hooked on Turner Movie Classics. Mm-hmm. And uh, TV shows, I love to watch whatever it goes to. I am always learning something new. So I enjoy all of it. You know, if I didn't, then I shouldn't be doing this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As a result, I love it all. And I make sure to see all the new films uh, when they come out, and uh, it's always a great experience. You know, it takes you away from reality, yes. and that's what entertainment is all about. It helps you enjoy your life and take you away from your own reality, your own difficulties, and troubles, and everything seems to be much better, much happier, much nicer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, Donnell, thank you so much for sharing with us, and uh, I hope to hope to see you when I'm down there. Oh, you definitely will. I'm looking forward to seeing you, Brian. See you next week. A big thank you going out to Donnell Dadigan for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond, talking about the Hollywood Museum. Great place. Be sure to check it out. Uh, I can't wait to uh, look it out. I'm going to spend hours in there, I imagine. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're ever in the area, check it out. 
Hell boy, that's it. Uh, people are asking me, getting emails, people saying, you know, uh, when are things going to get back to normal? I don't know. <laughs> Bonji Bear and the Kingdom of Rhythm is in full force right now. We are going, we're trying to hit uh, a world premiere in July. And I'll tell you right now, we are really going down and, and, and getting things done. It's it, right now, it's in sound and scoring. And uh, everything is looking amazing. It's just I'm just so excited about it, and we can't wait to have the premiere. We're going to be hitting some film festivals um, along the way, uh, and then it'll be in some theaters too, and a lot of stuff going on. If you are in the area when we have the premieres, be sure to join us. We're going to be hopefully um, Bonji will be there, and uh, you know your kids or grandkids can have pictures with him, and uh, you take them and all that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope you'll uh, keep your eye out for that. And of course, I'll let you know what's going on. But uh, that's it for now. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care.